This is a clip from The Virtuoso Show, enriching entertainment through story and sound. Welcome, Dylan Scott. I am so glad to have you here. Not only are you one of my greatest friends and willing to give me a hand in the launching of Virtuoso Podcast, but you've got quite an interesting story that I can't wait to hear about. And I just want to introduce you to my audience about our, our prior experience Traveling around Canada, working with sugar gliders. Boy, was that a fun experience. So for the audience who don't know what sugar gliders are, they are marsupials. In fact, they are very close to the koala. They're small little cute animals that make great pets. And Dylan and I would travel all across Canada from border to border and going to trade shows and you know, essentially pitching people on the virtues of these pets. And we kept a few ourselves and it was just a fun experience. And um, boy, you've learned a lot about business since then, right, Dylan? Can you tell us a little bit about your business journey? Well, I guess first thing is like you as a person, Trevor, will never turn down an experience. That's one thing that's like, I love about you and I laugh about you. It's like, if, if there's some unique, fun experience that is out there and someone offers it to you, you... you would take it any day any day so i think that's like one of the coolest things about you and i'm so happy that we've become friends over the years just because of the fact that we both love cool experiences absolutely coming out of college when i was like 21 22 is when i launched that sugar glider business and oh my gosh was that a nightmare it was like diving into (laughs) a business like diving into leaving college thinking I had was like full of all this knowledge and wisdom and being like, I can do anything. And so I threw everything. I literally took out $50,000 worth of credit cards just so I could start that business. And um, I was pretty lucky that like within a matter of um, two months, I'd made that 50 grand back and paid those credit cards off. But the one thing like with that business is it's cool, but Anything, anytime with business now, I realize why do you, why does anyone start a business? They start a business because they want to dive into a life of, with more freedom, more money, more enjoyment. Like no one's starting a business because they want to do that business. In some cases, maybe like bakers and artists do, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. But for the mm. most part, people start businesses for what money brings time, freedom, money, freedom, joy, like the ability to travel that business, I was making just enough to have fun, enjoy life, but I was spending 80, hundred hours a week working on that business. And so eventually I woke up one day, I was like, what the heck? I'm literally traveling from city to city every single week, standing up for 14 hours a day, selling little animals. <laughs> do I want to do this for the next 40 years? No. And like, obviously no. And I mean, you experienced the same thing. You did it for, with me for a few months. So it's like, I was pretty much out of there. Not a, yeah, exactly. So then very quickly, I realized, heck no, I don't want to do this. And so it led me on this journey. I'm still full of confidence, still full of like this, like not knowing what I didn't know. And I started these like several other companies trying to make ends meet and grow myself. And literally every single one failed. And you know this story better than most people. I ended up $50,000 in debt, 
calling my mom up one day saying, hey, mom, I'm coming home to visit for a few days because I didn't want her to know that I'd fallen flat broke and had no income. So I stayed <laughs> at her house for a couple of days and was like, all right, mom, well, you know, I'm, I'm done visiting. I'm, you know, I'm not moving here. And I found a company that was willing to pay for my housing as a sales rep. I worked for them for a few months over the holidays. I saved up enough money to start another business. And, and, and the same thing happened. I wasted all my money and I, I blew through that one more time. And so then real quickly, I realized, well, maybe starting a system from scratch isn't what I'm supposed to do. And so what I did is I found a mentor. I found a friend of mine I, who was very successful. And I asked him to show me his exact system of how he got there. And then I just replicated it. And what that system was, was running a marketing consulting company for other companies. So we dive into other companies' uh, businesses and we help improve their online presence through like social media, digital ads, and that kind of stuff. And so mm. I've been doing that for the last several years. It's been wildly successful. I'm incredibly grateful for the journey it's taken me on. And it's just amazing to see how things can change when I humbled myself. I don't know what I don't know. Let me just like find someone who knows more than me. Shut up and listen to them. Very good. You know, that's a lot of what Leap taught us about, isn't it? You know, that youth leadership program where we met each other in California, that was one of the best programs for our growth, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they say uh, one of the biggest things from that is like copy genius, don't create mediocrity, right? So we can mm. sit here and try to create a system, create our lives. Like what you've done, though, with your life is like you didn't, you mastered your life around models of people and, and other people in history. You didn't just go out and try to create this thing. And I think a lot of times we do that. We try to create where, quite frankly, we need to just copy. Like if you can copy a system and make it a little bit better, I think that's the key to getting almost everything you want in life. Find someone mm. who has what you want and copy them. Mm. Yes. I think it was Picasso who said geniuses don't, uh, don't copy or they steal. Something like that. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure who, who said it. But, you know, um, thinking back on experiences... What, what is one of the greatest experiences that you would like to relive? So that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I, think, I think that there's this childhood innocence in my growing up. And uh, the one thing that I miss, like now that I have bills, I have responsibilities, I have payments and all that stuff, is I really wish that I could go back to eight-year-old Dylan who didn't have a care in the world, had friends, had soccer to play and had all my shelter and my food needs met and just go back to that experience and be like, dude, just enjoy this because this is the only, this is the first and last time like through this experience that you'll ever not have to worry about anything. It's like mm. the worries that you have as a kid don't exist. And so for me, if I could jump back to an experience and relive it, it would be like that childhood years where like I would, cr I would come home after playing soccer in the cold, rainy day, I'd shower, my mom would be there making, making me dinner. I'd eat dinner. I'd hang out with my mom and my dad and my sister. And then I'd crawl in nice, warm, warm bed with no worries, knowing that I was protected. Mm, and what a nice memory. I think memory. it's like, <laughs> dude, it is, man. Really, it is. Like, I just, there's, I, I know a lot of people don't get to experience that in life. And there's people all over the world that will never have that experience. But for me, that's something that uh, I always say, like, um, life only makes sense in reverse. Right. So like we can look at all of the things that happened in our past and we can make sense of it. But in the moment, it's sometimes so confusing. And so when I look back at like my childhood, it's like I wish that I could have like in those moments been like, oh, wow, this is amazing and enjoyed it and been grateful for it. But I mm. wasn't because I didn't realize 
like how amazing that opportunity was. So hands down, if I could relive any experience, man, I would love to just be back in my parents' house as a child, just enjoying life with no worries. You're bringing back such great memories for me too. You know, thinking back with just the bikes and the the dogs and running around with my brothers. Oh man, you know, we're all in different places of the world now. And the the closest connection we get is on the phone and it's every once in a while. It's not nearly as sweet and precious as it was when we were children. And I miss that completely. And the, the, the pains, like the pains all fade away too. Like I can't, it's also like, 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 uh, like what you focus on, you create more of. And so like, but for some, I don't focus on this, the painful memories in my past. Of course I have them, but I focus on the loving, joyful memories. And it just like makes my heart tickle and makes me, give me goosebumps thinking back to just like the enjoyable times of like growing up and being with family. And it's like, we again we can focus on whatever we want to focus on i know people have had childhoods that are that have not been the best but there's always those moments those little moments like you said the dogs and the bikes that if we think back to them they should tickle your heart and make you get get response <laughs> absolutely they do they do my next question for you dylan today is uh, what are you happy about uh, what's going well for you now Oh my gosh. Well, one of the biggest things I've always wanted to step into is I've always wanted to be in a position and have a platform where I can help others become better. I've always known that, um, like I've always wanted to help others and and do and have impact. But one of the things is like for so long, I didn't want to be that person who was like trying to teach others before they had anything themselves. And it's like so many people today, especially like life coaches and like mentors they're out there preaching this reality that they've never lived themselves. Like do this, do that, do this, do that. And you'll be successful. It's like, dude, like, how do you know that you don't even have success yourself? Uh. So I'm so grateful right now because I'm, I've, I've grown to a position in my life now where I've actually established a fair amount of success. And now I can, I'm, I have a platform through my educational programs where I can actually give back and help others. And people, uh, people now listen to me because I have, I have something that some other people want and I have grown to a position where I have enough life experience to actually give good, like good feedback and good, uh, good, like advice to people. So I'm so grateful that my life has grown to a path where I have the ability to just share and contribute and help others. Hmm. I love that. Oh man, that's, I feel that calling too. And, and having a platform, you're right. You know, I, you mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, it's taken a long time to get the courage mustered to start this podcast. But now that we're here and our conversation is playing out, it, it all feels sort of surreal. Next question mm-hmm. for you. What is your favorite way to spend time? I know you're spending a lot of it on your business, but what do you like to do outside of your business? Gosh, it's such a it's such a hard question because it's like you're asking me, like, what do you like to do outside of your business when literally my life is ninety nine percent business. It's so hard to it's so hard to say because with me, I love what I do, but a lot of people they like they don't like they they don't love what they do or they're looking for something to escape or to enjoy. So I'll tell you this: my number one thing I like to do in life is is grow. 
What brings me the most joy and makes me the most happy is when I'm becoming a better version of myself. So if that's mm. coming, if that's coming home and jumping on calls with you or other friends talking about how we can better ourselves, or if that's reading a book that can take me to a new level or watching YouTube or podcast or developing myself in some way or sharing with others, whatever it is, when I'm becoming a better version of myself, I'm in my greatest place of joy and like love for life. But excellent. Excellent. having said that, having said that, there's times when I slide away from that and I don't live joyfully and I'm not loving my life. I'm not growing. And that's when I see everything in my mind shift to the opposite where I'm not really enjoying as much and I'm just ex- existing. And so I think it's kind of like a loaded question. I don't be, don't want to be so generic, but literally growth is like what I love to do. How do you help yourself out of those ruts when you find yourself going through a period of time where you are stuck? What do you do to ignite the spark? Man, it, it's all about movement. Like when, when we move our bodies, we move our mind and we move our life into a new direction. And I think that's like, like when I'm in a rut, if I look back to what I've been doing for the past couple of days, I haven't been working out. I haven't been put, fueling myself with the proper nutrition. And a lot of it comes back to like mental health and stuff. But my belief is that a lot of our problems are solved just through movement. Just get up and go for a freaking walk. You know this. You, you, you work, you do X movement almost every single day. But if you move every single day for a month and then you don't move one day, that one day you'll notice the significant difference in your mindset. So the only way to get out of a rut is walk the heck out of it. It's not that hard. And you can get out of it just through movement. Sure. I love that answer. I really do. I think it's necessary to take a little rest, but even on those days off, it feels like there's a slog in the mind. There's a Mm -hmm. need to move like yesterday, Roberta and I were taking a day off because we worked out, you know, five days that week. And we decided to throw on a belly dancing video from Cairo, Egypt. And like, we just started moving. (laughs) We just started moving in a belly dancing fashion. And even that slight motion got our mind to a better state. You snap Mm, out of lethargy, you know, you, you snap out of the slog and, and that's real important. What have you learned about storytelling, especially over the last few years as you've been working to build your brand? What are some of the t- key takeaways that, you know, others can use to, um, you know, build their own story of life and, and maybe use these channels of social media to showcase that? Yeah, well, storytelling is something that for so long I struggled with because like this is one thing you're amazing at is like you can go the kind of guy that if you go in and start telling a story about something like an event that happened the whole entire room is like eyes on you and draw on the jaw on the floor, like listening intently to understand because you build so much um, like flavor and character into it and you can develop characters and make it sound so awesome. And so just bouncing ideas off of you has helped me develop that within myself. Mm, So um, one of the things with storytelling, yeah, man, you're welcome. One of the things with storytelling with, is with a brand is so different than storytelling like experiences and adventures. And so what I had to do is I had to kind of 
paint the idea of like who is Dylan, who is this character of, of Dylan, um, like who is he really? Not who he who he thinks he is or who um, he wants to be. Like who is this dude really? Like uh-huh. what is he naturally? And then how can we emphasize those points of Dylan and and turn it into something that's captivating for other people to enjoy? And so through that, I've I've kind of built out certain points in my life. I call them like my dominoes of certain dominoes in my life that have tipped over other dominoes and created where I am today. And so what I've done is I've packaged those into a story about my life and uh, kind of my my narrative. And ultimately, it comes back to my platform of wanting to share and educate and help other people and really show that freedom is possible. You know, you can achieve freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, emotional freedom through a series of 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 skills and tactics and ultimately anyone can achieve freedom. And I think that's, in my opinion, that's what I believe everyone wants is they want freedom. And so I, that's what I've done is I've, I've created my story and I help tell it through my life events with the direction of the moral moral of my story is that freedom is possible. Excellent. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, Dylan, we've had a great conversation today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining me on the show at this early stage and being willing to share your mind and heart. Oh, well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. And best of luck on this journey. Thank you. Thank you so much. How can people find you if they want to know more? Dylan Scott. Uh, Scott's my middle name, but uh, you can find me on Instagram at Dylan underscore Vanas, which is my last name. V is in Victor, A-N-A-S. And that's the best place to reach me. So if you have any, if you want to connect with me, that's go ahead and find me there. Great. Thank you. Thanks for taking a moment to listen to this excerpt. If you like what you've heard here, maybe you'd enjoy the full show. I invite you to check it out wherever you get your podcasts. If you love what I'm doing and you want to support me, please go to treversthoughts.com and sign up for my email. Alternatively, you can shoot me a quick message at muse at treversthoughts.com. That's M-U-S-E, like the Greek muses. I'll send you an email back and we can begin our relationship from there. Till next time, aloha.